Oh, hello and welcome to the Witch's Grim. Stories and education with a witchy twist. If it's weird, we want to talk about it. So, pull up a broom, holster that wand, and get comfy, because we're about to get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Witch's Grim. I'm here with my co-host Lacey and we are actually going to do a catch-up episode today. We're not sure if you guys want to know more about us, but we figured we haven't talked to each other in a while and we didn't get an opportunity to post anything for Samhain and that will probably be the norm from this point on just because we do a lot of prep work and it's a big deal for Samhain for us. And um, so we're going to talk about what we did for Samhain, how it went. We're going to talk about what's up with us, uh, what's up with the podcast, what's up with anything else we might have going on in our lives. And we're just going to catch up. And uh, you guys can tell us if you like these types of episodes and if there's you know anything you want to know, we could do a future episode like this. And then we'll get back to our regularly scheduled content. Yes. I'm excited because we have both been crazy busy. And I was just saying yesterday, I'm like, I feel like I haven't talked to you in weeks. And I know it had only been a couple of days, but. <laughs> well, when we talk to each other every yeah. single day. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up going out into our property and we did a little bonfire and we kind of just talked about um, things that had happened in our lives and things that were um, going to happen. And we honored our ancestors and we did a little bit of, um, I mean, normally we have a, an area for our ancestors in our house, but we did one out there it was kind of um, a temporary one that we could have up while we were doing things. So we could kind of feel like, you know, they were a part of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, um, and we just kind of, um, I feel like it was more about them this year than ever before. And it was kind of nice, but then at the same time, it was almost like when you haven't seen your grandma in a really long time, and they're very upset with you that you haven't seen them in a very long time. Mm. <laughs> so, and you kind of felt like they were chastising you a little bit. And it was just like, you need to, you know, love yourself more and you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was good. I did get uh, kind of a slap in the face of, um, you, you have some shadow work you've got to do, get going on it. <laughs> so, Ooh. Yes. And, and then I told you, I, what's that? What do you think that means? Um, I, I think that I'm holding on to some things still from the past that I need to let go of and it is affecting me, um, in a few ways. Mm. So, yeah. I think it's just, you know, you think that you move on from things, you think that you do the work that needs to be done to move on from certain situations and, and things that have happened. And then you find out that you have it. It could be just one little thing that triggers it. And you're just like, ah, oh, okay. I still, I'm, I'm still dealing with this. <laughs> I call trauma life's little Pez dispenser because just when you remove one piece of candy, another one pops up. Yes. So I feel like with trauma, we do take huge strides and majority of it, we get, we work past, but there's always that little bit that we didn't know to work on. And so we don't know it's needed to be worked on until after we're triggered in some way. And then we're like, oh, I didn't cover that last time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, there's more to this. Oh, great. So I, uh, yeah, so we had that. And then, um, a day later I got a phone call from a massage school here that I was going to attend in August and they ended up postponing the class because, you know, COVID and everything that's going on with all this. And they called and they're like, Hey, we're going to start up, you know, do you want to, you know, attend? And I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I do want to do because it's on track with what I want to do in about a year and a half from now, when we leave this place and move elsewhere. And, um, 
I was like, yeah, this will be super awesome. So I go in and I sign up and she was like, also the first uh, three weeks of school, which starts Monday, <laughs> we mm. will be focusing on you as an individual and healing you from the inside out. And I was like, shadow work. <laughs> ah, I get it. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's going to be all directions. It is. It really is. <laughs> the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> What about um, you? Gosh. So for Samhain, um, for those of you guys who are not members of the Rebel Magic Academy, which is the academy that I've had since October of... 18? 17? No, I think it's 19. No, no, no. Oh, okay. April of 19. Yeah. April oh, of 2019. Um, so what I ended up doing was a, um, ancestral healing slash self healing ritual for people to, to participate in. So occasionally I do group spells for my membership and I felt like this one was an important one. And I kind of got the, probably the message from my own ancestors that was like, this would be something that you need to do. And, and then, and once I was like, okay, then all of a sudden, all this stuff just started like downloads just started to happen. Like, okay, you need to include this and okay, you need to include this. And this is going to be really powerful. Um, it's, it's difficult doing things on zoom though. Um, there's so much more that I want to do, but there was already so much technology set up and it wasn't working very well. Um, I ended up having my, so if you guys would see behind the scenes, it was ridiculous. So I had uh, a light set up in my kitchen and then I had a, um, a tripod set up for my iPad to be able to do the zoom call on so that I could see people and, but the iPad is an iPad pro 13. So it doesn't fit in the iPad holder that I currently have. So I literally had to tie it with a hairband to the, to the, the tripod. Um, and then my, I had a friend who came over to assist me and she did the ritual with us. And so she gave me her phone so that I could see if there was anything in the chat so that I could answer chat questions. But then her phone kept unmuting and kept turning the volume back up. So I would be talking and doing the zoom call. And all of a sudden I could hear myself whispering echo over here on the side, which was very distracting. Oh. And I wanted to be able to do like when I did the meditation, I wanted to be able to play some like meditation music, but because, um, I had my phone to be able to see the PDF that I had created to, so that I could follow the correct steps for the spell and do the correct prayers and so on and so forth. I couldn't use my phone because I was already using it for something. And then I couldn't use her phone because it kept doing weird things. And so it was just like technology was not cooperating with me, but I feel like I asked people once we were not in there anymore, I messaged them. And I was like, was that okay? And they were like, oh, it was great. So hopefully people got a lot out of it. Um, and then for me, I ended up as part of that, you create a ancestral altar, just a little mini quick ancestral altar. And so I let my ancestral candle and my altar stay set up in my kitchen and I allowed that to burn. And then the next day, um, I relit my candle and basically like redid my altar just to kind of honor my ancestors. Um, the last two years, I would say more of the last year when I went to Qatar, my huge focus was being able to connect with my ancestors more. And so this was the first year where I was actually back in the U S and I had all of my things and stuff like that. So I felt like this was an important one, even if it was a small gesture for me to connect with my ancestors. So maybe something similar to you, it was like, you need to connect to us for some reason. And so that's what I did for Samhain. Um, one of the things that we can talk about that will be educational is have you ever heard of Wolfnot? No. Okay. Let me see. <laughs> so, um, Wolfnot.
hold on. Sorry. No, you're good. Oh, it's Wolf Newt. It's Wolfen Newt. So basically, um, they used to have a website. I'm, I'm wondering if I could find their website. So if you guys wanted to look it up, it's Wolf Newt. So it's W-O-L-F-E-N-O-O-T.com. So the way that this started out is it's actually a celebration of canines and kindness. And um, it started out, I think the sun was um, seven at the time. Yep. So what is Wolfnut? So Wolfnut was created by my then seven-year-old son. I thought, what a cool idea and posted about it on Facebook as I do many of his cool ideas. A couple of my friends asked me to make it public. It exploded. I made an event at um, at a request and then tweeted about it, and everything went crazy. The original post said, my son has invented a holiday called Wolfnut. It is when the spirit of a wolf brings and hides small gifts around the house for everyone. People who have and have had or are kind to dogs get better gifts than anyone else. You eat roasted meat because wolves eat meat and cake decorated like a full moon and a holiday to the spirit of the wolves that celebrates people who are kind to dogs. I can 100% get behind this. So we will be celebrating Wolfnut. It's the 23rd of November. If anyone else is moved to celebrate it, if you do, please post pics so we can share this idea and have it spread. And it exploded. So um, my husband and I have thought that this is a really cool idea forever and ever. And we don't actually, well, specifically me, more me than my husband. I hate Thanksgiving. I've always hated Thanksgiving. I've never understood what the point of it was. Um, and I would much rather celebrate Wolf Newt where Me. I hide stuff around the house for my doggos and even my kitty. And um, we eat roasted meat and we give each other presents and we give thanks in that way instead. So if you guys want an alternative to Thanksgiving, um, I think that this just is just a really fun idea. And I'm probably going to be making a TikTok video about it just so that it can kind of spread. But I asked my husband, was it yesterday? I said, do you want, is that a book? That? It says, no. uh, the wolf newt story. Is that they a little book that they made? They might've, he, I think they have merch now. Yep. They have a book now, the, the deluxe wolf newt story, um, wolf newt news, that kind of stuff. Golden Paul recipient. Yeah. It's so it's, it's become a bit of a movement. And like I said, I think that it's just really cool idea to celebrate instead of Thanksgiving. It's a kind of Thanksgiving, but we're including our animals. Um, and so, yeah, I think I asked my husband and I was like, do you want to celebrate, um, Wolf Newt this year? And he was like, hell yeah. So we're going to, we're going to do that instead of Thanksgiving, probably. I love it. Did you see that there's um, the golden paw? It says um, the, it's a award that they give for this. And the current recipient is the light shine canine. Um, it's a res dog rescue group dedicated to saving the lives of stray and uncared for dogs and sometimes cats in the poorest places in the United States. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That goes right along with this month too. I love that. Yep. So we're going to be um, doing that. And um, so that was actually kind of sort of a discussion around Samhain that was like, we're honoring ancestors. Do you want to also honor our dogs? Um, so we're going to be doing that. And, um, and then obviously there's a lot going on. I feel like Mercury retrograde just, this was the worst. And I've heard other people say that as well, but this is the, the, this Mercury retrograde has kicked everybody's ass and they've never experienced anything like this before. And I would say that's true for me. And I would say for you as well. Yeah, it was, it was uh, rough. <laughs> So for you guys to just know kind of sort of like behind the scenes what happened. Um, so Lacey and I started a sticker kit subscription. It's specifically for witches or witch 
which interested people. So people who like spooky things, people who like witchcraft, people who like the occult. And each month we have a different theme. And then we get five to seven, two to three inch stickers, very good quality that we then send out to our members or our subscribers. And those people end up um, you know, getting a free gift usually. And the stickers are sometimes coming from local artists. So we like to support small businesses. So we will purchase from small businesses. We will track down people and then we will feature them and tell you about them in the sticker so that you are in the kit so that you can then go find them. And then we also include like little um, the insert that explains everything is actually printed on seed paper. So you can either use it in spell work or you can put it as an offering or you can just plant it and recycle. And so we did this and we were like, we want to launch before Halloween. We want people to be able to get their stickers before Halloween because this is a spooky sticker kit for witches and what better time to do it. So we kept trying to get this off and running and we kept running into issues every time we did. Um, I spent probably, I would calculate approximately 15 hours on the phone with tech support total, um, hours and hours behind the scenes trying to fix our website and figure out what's going on. When we first launched it, everything went smoothly. And then like a day or two later, for some reason, our link broke. And then we couldn't, nobody could get on the website. And then we had to give them a backdoor to get to the website. I still don't know if people are just automatically able to get there. It seems like there's not an issue, but I don't know. And then, and then we couldn't get payment to get set up. And there was issues with that. And forever they were saying, oh, you guys will get paid if you, you know, we have money on hold for you, but we can't give it to you because the, the bank wouldn't work. And we tried getting banks and several banks turned us down. And that was real complicated there. And we tried getting registered in Florida and Florida turned us down. And then we got registered in Utah. And then Florida was like, just kidding. You're now registered here as well. And we were like, okay, thanks. Um, so it was just very confusing. And on top of that, I'm currently building the competent spellcasters course, which is the largest course that I've ever built within my membership. It's probably, mm, I would say several hours of video. There's a 200 page grimoire that comes along with it um, to help you be able to do spell work. And so it's, it talks about ingredients. And then I talk about how to create a spell, how to cast a spell, how to troubleshoot spell questions you might have about spell work. And then the last three videos of the series are actually where I do like almost like a cooking show where I walk you through doing three different types of spells. And those spells are also included in the grimoire. So it's huge. And so I was doing that and the regular part of the membership where I'm doing modules and answering questions and doing coaching calls and doing book club and doing all of these things for the membership. And then trying to do everything behind the scenes for the, the sticker kits. And then, um, the trying to do everything for the spellcasters course, which still hasn't launched. I, I was editing videos today and then you started a new job. And then we, we, then we couldn't figure out the, the schedule for the new job because they kept telling you you had days off and then they were taking the days off away. And we were just like, holy crap, somebody give us a lifeline here. Um, and so it was, it was a shit storm and it, and now all of a sudden, like it opened back up. It was like, okay, this bank works. And we were like, awesome. And then they were like, okay, your website works. And we were like, yay. So who's crazy? Yeah. Then we had some issues with the, the shipping. And you still oh, haven't yeah. even seen ours. No. I don't even know what the heck's going on with that. I had a few of them returned to me. And I physically went into the post office to mail them. And so that was, that was frustrating as well, but they should all be good now. I, I, I think that we're having some issues with our, um, mail carrier here. And I don't know why they haven't fired them yet, but I do know that things are going missing. I do know that things are being shipped like sent, but not actually shipped. Like people will take them to the post office and it never gets sent. Um, I think I sent you a picture of, or a video of the letter that was taped to the post, the box here. That was yeah. like, um, where's my stuff? <laughs> I don't know what neighbor that was from, but it was like, yeah, me too. Where's my stuff? <laughs> but yeah, so it's been well, interesting. 
the first box you ever tried to send me got stolen. And then I think when they opened it up and realized it belonged to a witch, they were like, we're just going to put this back. We're going to set this on the porch here, but yeah. months later, yeah. like, like in March, wasn't it March? I don't remember. It was hard to track because it was like, I think I figured out where it was and we had tracking for it and the tracking wasn't moving. It kept saying that it was waiting to be picked up by the carrier and you were like, I'm going to find out what's going on. And then they said, oh, it's been shipped. And, and you were like, it should be here by this time. And then all of a sudden we were like, I guess it's lost. And then it just showed up on your front porch with the shipping label torn off. And I think it had been opened. It was open. Yeah. But nothing was out of it. So <laughs> they're like, Still from a witch. Get yours. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in your area. I know. The devil's in this box. <laughs> oh no. Not the devil. Do you do you know? Um, have you ever seen Monty Python and, and somebody says, nobody ever expects the Spanish Inquisition? I feel like it's <laughs> nobody ever expects Satan in a box. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Surprise Satan. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh my god. That would be a really funny, like cross country, cross world prank that people played on each other. Surprise Satan, where where once you get once you get a little Satan figurine, you pack it up in a box and then you just randomly send it to a friend. Yeah, and then it has a letter in there that says this is surprise Satan, and this surprise Satan is a good thing, and it's it means that you'll have good luck. Now pass the good luck on. And then you put it back in the box with the letter and you mail it to somebody else. We, we should probably do that. Just have them keep it for like three days and then send it on after that. Yeah, they got to They got to take a picture of it and post it. And then surprise mm-hmm. Satan gets Forever. sent on to the next un, unknowing recipient. I love that. Hmm. A little, a little Satan pop it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a little, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if it was a Satan bobblehead? Just wiggling his head. He's just with a smile on his face. He's just so damn happy. You bring him out of the box and he's already jamming. Oh my God. I love that. Now uh, to do, find the Satan bobblehead. Let's see. We need to start this. There's a Baphomet. That would work. I mean, that, that is the or symbol of church. A of Satan. Satan spring action one. I love it. <laughs> Put them on a brick or a rock or a crystal. <laughs> you know what I will be getting, but it's a little pricey. So I haven't ordered it yet. I need to order it like right now though, because it, that way it'll make it here in time. It's like 80 bucks, but it's um, Snoop on a stoop instead of Elf on a shelf. Oh my gosh. <laughs> here. I, I, I ask you guys to please go look it up. It is frigging hilarious. Um, there we go. Snoop on the stoop, a hood tradition by Adam, the creator. You can actually go to, I believe it's Adam. The creator is the website. Oh, and look, can, can I don't know if, you oh, know. it's Snoop. It's literally, it's Snoop Dogg. It's literally that Snoop Dogg. Hilarious. Oh okay, my God. Yep. I've got to order it too. Apparently the guy made it. It looks like the dude that makes, cause I think he 3d prints them and then he like puts the little body together, but apparently mm-hmm. somebody made a DeVito on a Dorito. <laughs> it's Danny DeVito. Oh my gosh, I love that. Did you look it up, DeVito on a Dorito? No, I'm looking right now. Oh my gosh. I do, it is like 80 bucks to purchase a, the Snoop on a Stoop. Yes. DeVito on a Dorito is on a t-shirt too. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I love it. Snoop on a Stoop. Oh, that nope, is, it is $99.99. That's oh, how that's how it's $100. It's hundred dollars. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he has a joint and everything. And I, and a little bell on the end of his lock. That's freaking fantastic. 
I love it. Hang on a second. I am literally purchasing <laughs> it right reviews. now. It's the, <laughs> it's the shizzleful rizzle. It's done. I did it. There was only one <laughs> left and I was like, fuck it. I'm buying it. Yay. You did. You just got the last one. I just now bought a says, stoop on a stoop. Hell yeah. So this year, um, we are in a, my husband and I, I'm 40 and it took us until I was 40 years old for us to get into a good financial situation. And so we've been very poor for a really long time. So my husband and I sat down the other night and I was like, we need to figure out a Christmas budget. And he was like, okay. And he gave me an amount and I was like, I don't like that amount. And he goes, why? And I was like, because we're not broke. And every year I get sad because I, I don't know about everybody else. I grew up and my mom made Christmas a big deal. So there was always Christmas cookies and there's always Christmas music and the tree is always decorated and huge and the house is decorated and the outside is decorated. And, um, you know, you're, you're making your special Christmas dishes all throughout the Christmas season. And, um, then when you get ready to have Christmas day, like the tree is just overflowing with stuff. And even though, again, we didn't have a lot of money, my parents made it like spread. So they would have a couple of big gifts, like, you know, your more expensive things. And then there'd just be some fun, silly stuff so that, and, and stuff that you would use, you know, like, um, coloring colored pencils and, and, you know, binder, you know, fun notebooks and, and shit like that. And so there was always a lot of stuff under the tree and you felt like you had a satisfying Christmas. And because we've been without money for so long, um, my husband was still in the mindset of, we have to spend very little on Christmas. And I was like, I don't want to, I want to have fun this Christmas. Cause we are in a good financial situation. Can we budget for a specific amount of money? And so after sitting there for a little bit, he was like, okay, fine. And I was like, yay. So immediately my husband has an advent calendar that's already here. And so we'll, we'll be getting kind of like little mini presents of all the way up until Christmas. So he has a gin, rum, and vodka, I think. There might even be tequila in there. It's, it's different types of alcohols and they're bottles and they, each bottle has a number and then it comes with two little snifter glasses. And so you don't know until you like drink it, what you're getting. And then obviously you oh, can wow. look at the booklet if you wanted to like you know, find really out beforehand. Not. Yeah. But I mean, you could drink it and then afterwards you could find out what it is. Um, and they're only, they're small. They're only the size of a shot. And then I was like, well, if my husband gets an advent calendar, I want an advent calendar, but I don't want, so I'm on an elimination diet. You guys, um, I have been sick for a really long time. So I did a test. Lacey saw it. Um, and I am freaking allergic to a lot of things. And specifically I'm allergic to dairy, all dairy, doesn't matter if it comes from a goat, a cow, a person, I'm allergic to it. So I have had to, yeah, boob juice is off the table. Um, so, and, and, and flour, it pretty much everything, but barley is off the table. Exception is going to be like your gluten-free flours. So it's been, it's been, um, really difficult this year. And so everything was either three, $400 for an advent calendar because it was fancy makeup. And I was like, I'm trying to heal my skin after, you know, going through and figuring out what I'm actually allergic to. My skin's been breaking out for decades. And I was like, so I don't want to put any makeup that I don't know on it. And then everything else was like chocolates and I can't have chocolate because it's milk chocolate has boob juice in it and caramel has boob juice in it. So I can't have any of that stuff. So I was like, well, hell, what the hell am I going to do? So I ended up finding a company that does um, cold spun raw honey. And so they have, um, teas and they have syrups and then they have honeys. So it comes in a three tier, looks like a, a chest drawers type thing. And it's got three drawers, like it's all paper, but they, it's got three drawers and you pull out a drawer and then there's boxes with numbers and you just grab your box and then you find out if you have a syrup or a, or a honey or a tea. And I'm like really excited for it, even though it's probably stupid. I am really excited for it. It's not stupid. I love it. Sounds fun. 
<laughs> yeah. And I felt like it was actually something that I would use. Um, the other one I was looking at was an advent calendar that was, uh, seeds, different flower seeds for each of the days. Cool. But, but Joe was like, I feel like you'll use the honey more often than you'll use the seeds. So I got the honey one. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I usually get Savannah one, but I haven't yet. It is only the fifth of November though, but <laughs> Well, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because I live overseas. Yeah. So it yeah. takes, it already takes two, three weeks for stuff to get to us. And so it's going to be an extra week, probably if not more for things to get to us. So I have to come up with things now, or I have to order it from Germany, which then you're paying more. Right. So that's yes. it. That's what, that's what I got going on. If you guys want to sign up for um, the sticker kit, I guess you can, you can do that if you want to, we'd be happy to, um, send you something. So October was obviously Samhain. That was the theme. And then November, which is probably going to go out in the next day or two. Um, that one was, um, spooky Victorian. So there's a mirror in there and there's a, um, like an intricate ornate mirror in there. There's a headless lady in there in Victorian garb. Um, there's a locket in there with a piece of hair in it and Look at that. Oh, I gotta, Whoa. I gotta make the, I gotta make the insert for that. Um, and then there's, um, a, a corpse candelabra. So if you guys don't know what a corpse candle is, apparently they used to put arsenic into their candles to make them burn better. And it made a green flame and it was all the rage. And then it turned out it was poisonous because it was putting aerosol arsenic in the air and people were breathing it and getting really sick. So, um, one of those is in there and then we have a booby bat in there. And so that'll be fun for we the, made, we made all but one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and then we will have a Yule, uh, one that's coming up for December. So if you order in the next two weeks, then you will be able to get, we'll have that sent out the first week of December, and then you should be able to have it before Yule shows up. Um, and then January, I believe, is divination. So there'll be divination stickers in there. So it's just fun. Um, we're obsessed with stickers in my house. And we actually will purchase big bulk stickers and we'll put them all over the place. And then we will send the remainder to my son. So I don't even know if he likes stickers, but he keeps getting them. <laughs> um, but yeah, because and, and Lola's also in school. Um, oh, yeah. I That's feel right. Like we have said that, but yeah, she, she's also in school. Um, that started so during she, the retrograde as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. So she's going for herbology and I am going to be a massage therapist. So that'll go really well together. Just putting mm -hmm. that out people for when we release what our plans are in a couple of a year and a half, <laughs> but, um, so we are super busy. Um, I go to school in the morning and I work a full-time job in the evening. And then, you know, on top of that single mom with a daughter in an art school, and it's been pretty hectic and, um, trying to get things posted on Fridays. I mean, Lola has the, her school, her membership and everything else in between. <laughs> and then we try and manage our, um, TikTok stickers. accounts and stuff like that. So, oh, stickers, yeah. Yeah. So, um, we are going to start posting our episodes on Sundays. Um, Friday is basically the only day between the two of us that we can record now. And that leaves me Saturday to edit and we'll post Sundays. So hopefully, you know, you're all okay with that because that is all what we have time for right now until October of next year. <laughs> when are you done with school? Oh, mine's a two-year program. So, so, so mine is a, is an herbalism school, but they also have a nutrition aspect. So you, you like, technically I could leave the school and become a certified nutritionist, a certified health coach, and I would be set up for the majority of what's required to be a, an American registered herbalist. Um, mm -hmm. but I have no desire for the other two, because it turns out where we want to go live in a year and a half, two years is they require you to have a license in order to be able to call yourself a nutritionist. So I can't even use the certification and I'm already certified, um, uh, 
coach anyway. What kind of coach is it? Life coach. I'm already a certified life coach. So I feel like I don't, I'm not really worrying about doing like doing the extra stuff to sit for exams and things like that, but I am doing the herbalism stuff. So, and this, this course has been kicking my ass as well. I was telling Lacey, like it's 30 hours of study time a week. And that's just one of the courses, like one of the classes that I take, I take two a semester. Um, so I'll take two this semester and two next semester and then one and then one, and then I'll be done. Um, but unfortunately, like I said, like, I didn't know when I signed up for two classes that it was going to kick me in the dick like this. And I was going to be like, (laughs) Oh my God, like I can't. So I was doing that on top of the, the sticker thing and on top of the, the course and on top of the membership, I did have Lacey can tell you, I did have a little bit of a mental health crisis. I did have a mental health breakdown. Um, But yeah, and and I feel like I've kind of compartmentalized. I'm like, I don't want to do the other two things. I just want to be an herbalist. So if I don't pass like with a A or a B, it doesn't, it doesn't keep me from anything because technically I could do self-study course. I just needed something that actually had due dates and like somebody monitoring so that I would actually complete it. Cause I, I signed up for a Druidry course and I took I did three of the, I might've done 10. I might've done 10 of the classes of of the year long course. And then I was, and then I, and then I was like, I can't, I, I can't sit and do it anymore. I, I, nobody's monitoring me. I have zero accountability. And so Mm -hmm. it dropped off. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) It is what it is. Um, but I, I plan on, I plan on, um, doing some of that into my membership as well. So teaching people some of the stuff that I've learned and, um, I've already started helping friends with nutrition and my family with nutrition and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not obviously doing advising and giving, you know, like medical information. I'm just saying, Hey, did you know this? And maybe it's something you want to try. And yeah, it's been really a positive experience. Awesome. I love it. Love it. So what else for you? Oh my gosh. Just school and work. And uh, I, I work at a resort, you know, I'm a restaurant manager at a uh, exclusive resort, destination resort. And these people, you'd think that they have never had a common sense moment in their entire life. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to ex- describe it, but it's, uh, it's rough. It's not an easy, it's not an easy thing to do. And they are not easy people to work with, but yeah. Oh, I have two more things to share. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, I live on a, a working farm in Germany and as part of our rent, we actually live in a little farmhouse that was the original farmhouse that our landlords lived in. And then they converted a large sheep barn uh, across the street into their like dream house. So there are active like animals on our farm, but as part of our rent, we actually have our own set of chickens. And so the other day I get a knock on the door and I'm like, I look out, you know, cause I have a foyer. So I open the first door and I look out the second door and I see a dude and he looks kind of German. And sometimes I'll have people come and knock on my door looking for my landlord. Cause obviously it's where he used to live. And so I was like, oh, this must be a person looking for my landlord. So I, op- I like peek through the door and I'm like, hello. And he goes, you're American. Right. And I was like, yeah. And for a split second, I'm like, this guy has really good American accent. <laughs> and it, it was an American. So across the street, I live in a, a tiny little village of like 500 people. And across the street is a woodworker. He's like a, I think he's an area renowned woodworker. Um, and he makes wood sculptures and he makes like the base will often commission him to make like going away gifts and stuff like that. And so an American who also lives in my village had pulled in to um, go pick up some of these items, these military, like give, um, going away presents. And I guess his wife either didn't 
engage the emergency brake all the way, or the emergency brake gave out and their car rolled into our chicken coop area. So he comes to the door and he's like, you're American, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, we had a bit of an accident. Um, it looks like this like chicken area over here. And I was like, what? And I start walking out <laughs> and I walk around the corner and there's a fucking car in the chicken coop. And I just like Macaulay Culkin did. I like slapped my hands on my face and I was like, are the chickens okay? And he was like, I think so. And I was like, are the people okay? And he's like, oh yeah, we're fine. There was nobody in the car, like the emergency brake or whatever. And so like there was literally, but I guess because the, the, the chicken area where the coop is, is all enclosed and it comes from the road. And then there's like a two foot drop. And then it's the, the ground where the chickens all hang out. It's like regular dirt. And so there's a fence and the fence is connected to the sidewalk, which is concrete. So what I think happened was the car started rolling. It hit the fence and then had to go to a two foot drop. So it slowed down. So then it rolled through the chicken coop. The chickens were able to get out of the way. No chickens were harmed in the making of this accident. Um, <laughs> and it rolled into the side of our house and only like, bump. That was it. There was zero damage. When the dude pulled his vehicle away, there was zero damage. And I'm like, how the hell are they going to get that car out of there? And apparently because cars are tiny and it's really difficult to get into spaces here in Europe, I didn't know this. Apparently they have crane type um, tow trucks. So this tow truck shows up and he like puts this big arm over towards where the car is. And they have the guy, like my landlord and landlady get in the chicken area with this dude. And they're like directing him to get him to pull his vehicle next to the, the road, two foot down. And then the dude ties the, the wheels of the car to this big thing. And then he lifts it out and puts it on the bed. It was the craziest thing ever. And my landlady's standing there next to me. She doesn't speak very good English. So the guy says something to her and she looks panicked for a second. And then, and then she, he says something else and she goes, oh, and she starts laughing. And so she, she's like walking away. She says something to one of the other people. And then she comes back and I was like, what did he say? And she said, the big chicken is now out of the garden. And I was like, oh, that's why she looked panicked for a freaking second. She thought that one of our roosters had gotten out of the garden. And so she didn't <laughs> get it. Yeah, he meant the car and she didn't realize that he meant the car for a second. So then I under like I knew the words. So then when she retold the story, she was she was laughing, telling it to my landlord and they're laughing and I'm laughing, too, because I can understand what she's saying. She's like saying, I thought the rooster got out. And um, so I'm, I'm cracking up. And yeah, so we my landlord put up a temporary fence and the chickens are OK. But I also have a sick chicken and we named him Johnny. Joe said that was the, told me tonight, that's the worst idea ever because we we're pretty sure Johnny has a fungal infection. That's what I think has happened at this point. Um, and I'm just delaying the inevitable by the way I'm taking care of him. Um, and my landlord doesn't care. So he hasn't gone to a vet because my landlord doesn't care. My landlord's like, if he dies, he dies. And I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So we have an unusual setup. We actually have two roosters and three hens in one area. And my landlord said that he believes that the two roosters are in there together without issue, which is unusual because they're brothers. They came from the same like set of eggs. So they've grown up mm -hmm. together. I think it's because Johnny is a special needs bird. And so Johnny got sick. You're not supposed to bathe the chicken normally, but when chickens get sick, sometimes they don't properly groom themselves. So Johnny did not groom himself and he had a whole bunch of caked up poop on his butt and he was already being bullied. So chickens will bully because they are stressed in their environment. Chickens will bully because of pecking order and chickens will bully if one of their members is sick. They will bully them until the member just leaves. Well, he can't leave. So there's nothing for him to do. So I removed him and got him back to where he was actually eating and drinking and stuff again um, and returned him to the flock. And they started bullying him again to the point where they were making him bleed. Um, and I was like, well, maybe it's because he stinks because he does. He stinks because he's not grooming himself. 
So I brought my damn chicken inside the house and I bathed my damn chicken. And um, I, I held Johnny and I got the poop off of his butt and it took for freaking ever. Um, and he was bleeding. They, I guess like if you don't take the whole, if you, if you get far enough down on the feather, but you don't actually take the feather out, um, it will bleed. So he was bleeding. They had been picking on him before I made my way to him. Wow. Um, so I went and got him and I held him underneath and I washed his little butt and he actually stood there. Joe was like, this is going to be freaking hilarious. You had to film it. And I did, but it wasn't as funny because he just, he just let me do it. I've been working with him for a couple of weeks now. So he, he lets me touch him, um, which my other chickens don't, they won't let me anywhere near him. And so I like held him and I, and then I blow dried him. And then I bought a freaking apron that goes on the back of chickens that's specifically made to go around their feathers. And then it sits on their back so that they can't get pecked while their feathers are growing back. So he's got that. Um, yeah. So I bathed my chicken yesterday. <laughs> that's what, that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to revive a sick chicken. Oh, a farmer. <laughs> I am a farmer. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, it's yeah. Farm witches. Farm, oh, witchery. farm witches. I have done so much shit for these chickens. They get probiotics every day now because I'm trying to prevent fungal infection from spreading to the rest of them. So Johnny also gets Johnny Cochran is his name, by the way. Um, so Johnny also gets um, probiotics. And they said one of the things that can stress chicken out chickens out and make them like peck each other is when they don't have enough protein. So I ended up buying them mealworms and now every day they get mealworms along with their regular feed and whatever, you know, scraps we have from the kitchen, like vegetables and stuff like that. We'll, we'll send the scraps out to them. Um, the probiotics should help Johnny recover if he's at the point of being able to recover from the fungal infection. Um, and if not, it'll help the other chickens. And then I was like, well, it's been really, really wet lately. So part of the issue is that Johnny couldn't groom himself because they, they take dust baths. They usually roll around in dirt. That's how they make themselves look so nice, unbelievably. So I ended up buying dust bath, like actual, like powdered, it's like a gray powder that you buy mm -hmm. and it's supposed to help keep mites down. And then I put mites pre preventative in their water. Yeah, I've done all the things for this the healthiest chicken. damn chickens. <laughs> my 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 landlady, I keep giving her updates and she keeps sending she doesn't send emojis, but she's been, I think she's doing it because she's like knows how hard I'm working. Um, she's been sending emojis like the the smiley face with the hearts around it. She's been like, you're doing such a good job caring for Johnny. <laughs> Cause I occasionally send her an update through WhatsApp. But uh yeah, it's it's been it's been an ordeal. So Luckily, and that was all in the span of the same week. Luckily, Johnny wasn't even in the coop at the time. He wasn't, he was in a different separated location. So now I have to keep him separated majority of the day. He does get to spend some time with them. And then he goes in the coop with them at night so that, because chickens are communal. So if you separate them for too long, then he, he'll go downhill again. So mm -hmm. it's, it's been a learning experience. Joe's like, are you sure you want to farm? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. my, my husband was like asking the landlord, like, how old are the chickens? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> so they're old. So who freaking knows? And I guess Joe was telling me chickens only last like three to five years. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. Really? Looking it up. Yeah. They yeah. only live a short period of time. And yeah. Ours here don't live that long because of coyotes. <laughs> Well, Our that's why in Alaska didn't live that long because of eagles. <laughs> well, that was part of the issue. Um, we had separated him into a different area, which is a turkey. Five to ten years. Oh. Well, then my husband's a liar. <laughs> um, I, I, the area that we had him in, we had Johnny in when he was separated was an old turkey coop and there's no trees like where they, they, where they are now is up next to the house and there's trees, there's apple trees and pear trees and, and plum trees and all kinds of trees in the area with them. So they have some cover. So like stuff doesn't get to them. My landlady was like Johnny and the, like my landlord was like, if Johnny gets better in the next week, then I'll give him his own hens. And I was like, oh, awesome. And then my landlady was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And I, and she said, the area where they are is, 
um, fox territory. So a fox could get them if we're not careful. Now, mm. Johnny would go into a coop that completely closed up on all sides. There wasn't a way for a fox to get in. So he wasn't harmed while he was there. But my concern would be that the hens are just running around during the day. And if we don't go out there fast enough at night, um, then one of the hens could disappear. And then my landlord was like, this is how nonchalant he is about it. He was like, well, you know, if Johnny's over there in, in that turkey coop and a hawk gets him, then it solves the problem. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> so apparently that's the, the same issue. Like a hawk can come up and grab them. So where they are right now, there's almost no safety issues, but if they had chickens down there. Cause, and so our landlord was like, we'll just get you two more chickens. And, I, and my husband's like, no, I don't want to have to care for two separate chicken coops. So. You're like, I do. <laughs> I was fine with it. I'm like, I'm the person who does majority of the caring for the animals on the farm anyway. So specifically yeah. <laughs> the ones that we're in charge of my dogs, my cat and the chickens. I don't do any goats or sheep or llamas. There's llamas. They're kissing llamas. Aw. He taught him to kiss because everybody's afraid a llama will spit on you. So he taught the llamas yeah. to kiss people. It's hilarious. Well, that's cute. Yeah. You'll see when you come to visit. I know. <laughs> the stupid panty would get over. I know it. Right. Damn it. Over it. Anyway, that's it. That yeah. was my excitement this past week. <laughs> If you guys would like to know anything else about us, um, I mean, you get little tidbits here and there, but if you're a new listener and you're like, I don't know if this has been covered and you guys just want to know anything, just let us know. You can, you can ask us, uh, through DMs. Sometimes we get people who DM, DM us and give us ideas. You can send an audio message through anchor app. Um, you can contact us on our Instagram, whatever, whatever makes you happy, or you can contact us on our personal Sometimes people do that too on our personal, um, IGs, Instagrams, yeah. whatever's. Um, so yeah, you guys can do that. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Please let us know. Obviously we'll post this on Instagram. Like we do everything else and, and let us know what you guys thought of it. Let us know if you guys like the catch-ups, we can do them once a season or something like that. Um, so you guys can know what's going on behind the scenes with us and, um, yeah, that's it. So thanks for listening and hanging out with us guys. We love you and your support. Thank you so much for being listeners. Thank you so much for supporting us. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. All right, witches and witchlings, that does it for another episode of The Witches Grim. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with family and friends or head on over to whichever platform you're listening on and leave us a five-star review. We post new content every Friday. If you'd like to stay up to date or engage with us, you can head on over to our Instagram or our Facebook or leave an audio comment on our Anchor app where we might feature you in a future episode. And if you'd like to further support this channel, head on over to Patreon at Patreon slash The Witches Grim. Until next time, witches and witchlings, keep making magic.